0: A yellow bird with a yellow bill landed on my windowsill.
1: I lured it in with crumbs of bread. Then I smashed its fucking head. Hey, it's sick as long.
2: This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com.
3: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your host, E.
2: Simon. And I'm Chief Wackerly. (laughs) I'd like to say hello to all my dirt-worshipping brothers and sisters.
3: Yeah, Wackerly, there you go again. With this whole Native American bashing. Do you, do you know the hate I'm mail? I'm not
2: bashing it. I'm not
3: bashing it. Do, I do you wish know?
2: I was Native American. I would be that much cooler. I'm trying to... I'm co-opting, if you want to use a word.
3: You know how many scalps I had on my doorstep? <laughs> just thrown against my screen? My screen See? door? See?
2: Now that is bashing.
3: I don't know. I'm just saying. There's, there's some people out there that were really pissed off. You know, Wackerly? Yeah? I'm wondering something here. Hold on a second. What are you wondering, my son? Are you the real Wackerly? Uh,
2: I believe so, but... Or some type of
3: replicant. Because Comic-Con is going on right now, Mm. and normally you would be there, but then you're here talking about Native Americans.
2: Well, I don't know why you say I would be there. I mean, I've never been there before. If I lived where you live and it was just a short little drive down, I would go. It doesn't really officially start till tomorrow, right? You know what? Hold on a second.
3: I'm going to hook up the uh, <laughs> Voicomp machine here, and uh, and I know just what a a couple, I'm going to ask a couple questions before <laughs> just right. just to make sure. All right? Okay, go ahead. Go Hold ahead. on. A second. I'm hooking it up. it up here. Don't be nervous. These are just, I'm not These nervous. are just questions, actually.
2: Why would I be nervous?
3: they're written down for me. It's it's a test designed to provoke an emotional response. So, okay? You ready?
2: All right, let's go, fucking asshole.
3: You've got a little boy. He shows you his butterfly collection plus the killing jar. What do you do?
2: Uh, seems like a weird kid, I don't know. I don't actually remember the appropriate answers by the way.
3: <laughs> all right, all right. No, but that's good. That's good. I mean, any answer is appropriate. Um You become pregnant by a man who runs off with your best friend. Do you decide to get an abortion?
2: Uh, I would have to say yes. (laughs) Okay, that's... uh, Maybe not. I mean, some of these bitches be crazy, right? They want to have the baby to get the man to come back.
3: Well, you know, she ran off with your best friend, though. She's definitely a skeezer.
2: I know, but if I have his baby, maybe he'll come back to me.
3: All right, all right, I'll take that. Okay, my last one here. This is going to make me decide whether or not you're a replicant. Describe in single words only the good things that come into your mind about your mother.
2: <laughs> I, I didn't know my mother.
3: <laughs> isn't all there, right, isn't all right. Is there some
2: question about a tortoise? We we That's got the one. This remember. is the
3: real wackerly. I'm satisfied. I'm just making sure because I think the only
2: you- the only line I remember is the one about the tortoise. <laughs> you skipped it.
3: No, that was the the beginning of the. Uh, he did ask about the tortoise, and uh, then then the he asks. the fuck is a tortoise? But then he asks about. It's um, like a turtle. Same thing. What's yeah. just to
2: fucking say turtle?
3: But then he says, "And hey, what about your mother?" And then the guy's like, "I don't know my mother." Bam, and shoots him under the table. Remember that, Leon? I think was a guy.
2: My people worship the tortoise. <laughs> so I figured you
3: would be at the forty third annual Comic Con, which is going on in uh, San Diego right now.
2: I would like to go. I just. I live too far away. I'm not going to make a trip to San Diego, to Wales Vagina, just to go to the con.
3: Well, your buddy here, Chris Hardwick, said, For nerds, Comic-Con's a total safe zone. A lot of times you have to keep the stuff you're passionate about about at bay. But here, Comic-Con, it's a fun, safe zone where you get to be as open about your loves as possible.
2: So fucking dumb. I mean, he's implying that people who are into comic books and fucking sci-fi are like persecuted. Like, oh, I have to go. I have to go to my con so I can let my freak flag fly. Like, fuck off. You have to bury you like it. Like Star deep Wars. In the closet. Nobody cares. It's not. It's not that they persecute you because you like Star Wars. They just don't give a fuck.
3: You know what? You know what I found funny in this article I read about it. They say the key demographic. Remains male, 16 to 34. However, <laughs> in recent years, they've seen a marked increase in female attendance. Currently, the male to female ratio is about 60-40. Do you believe that? It's not too bad. I don't fucking I believe, believe it. I do not believe that.
2: Well, you remember... Don't, don't you remember the news from last year or the year before about the con? You know, this is the biggest... People understand it's like the biggest science fiction comic book convention in the world, in the every world year. yeah well a couple years ago they, everybody was complaining because they felt that like the hollywood movie studios were taking it over from the real nerds that's unquote.
3: why i bet you that's why there's an increase in female attendance
2: yeah because i mean movie stars are there now and you know like that the year that everything blew up where everybody got up in arms was because there was like a twilight event
3: And, yeah, listen to this. Listen to this. This year, here's some of the celebrities that are going to be there. Tell me, how many of these celebrities, let's say if you had a vagina, would make your vagina moist? Uh, Peter Jackson. Moist. Matt Damon. Not moist. Robert Downey Jr.
2: Slightly tingling.
3: (laughs) What about Stallone? He's going to be there.
2: Uh, Would have been moist at one time in my life, but no longer moist. Like, he's just a dumb, old steroid-bound idiot now.
3: Alright, speaking of steroid-bound idiots,
2: Arnold Schwarzenegger. Moist. I've, <laughs> I've met him already, though. <laughs> I, I met him when he was in his uh, political function. <laughs> well, see, that's the
3: thing. Does that piss you off that there's A-listers there now, and not just like, you know, uh, what's this guy? What's this guy's name here? Tom Batyuk, who's the cartoonist of Funky Winker Bean and Crankshaft.
2: God! <laughs> so moist. <laughs> I got a shitty comic strip <laughs> funky weak winker bean is that still around
3: i have no idea but but actually you know i was reading is he
2: actually the, at the con
3: he was supposed to be he's he had to cancel a family emergency so yeah, i figured that's why like you weren't 90. attending because uh the the cartoonist of crankshaft wasn't going to be
2: there <laughs> <laughs> well why, yeah, I, pre- we- I predict that and this doesn't piss me off that this is happening but, I mean, it's sooner or later, the con- the San Diego Comic-Con is going to be bigger than the Oscars, right? And it well, makes sense. Like, I don't want to go see a bunch of dick licker, like, people that won fucking awards for the Mandolin or whatever, or the fucking Notebook. I mean, people want to go see celebrities from movies that they actually like. Well, I think what's going to happen
3: to it, it's going to be – it's just going to be overexposed, like Burning Man. It's going to be too expensive – The tickets going to be too expensive, and then yeah, it's going to be like something that only celebrities are invited to. So the nerds will have to go to another festival. So you can savor your loves, and but the general public has never
2: been invited to like the Oscars, right? You can't just buy a ticket for the Oscars.
3: Yeah, I bet you that's what's going to happen with these cons.
2: Well, but at least for a little while, it's kind of blending together where there is you know you do have a chance to like I'm going to buy a ticket to Comic Con. And I'm going to go down there, and I hope that the chick who plays, you know, the lead role in the new Lara Croft Tomb Raider movie is there, and I'm going to try and grab her ass. And I hope she's (laughs) spantily clad.
3: Well, you know, Wackerly, say what you will about Comic-Con. Disparage it any way that you see fit. But it's about 10,000 times better than a festival that's happening next month in Minneapolis. The Internet Cat Video Film Festival. Have you heard this? Have you heard of this I have heard of it. It's making the rounds on the tubes right now, and uh you know as soon as I read it, I almost just put my fist like through um the wall over your there own and, anus
2: and,
3: <laughs> I almost fisted myself. Have you ever been so, so angry upset. that
2: you fisted your own anus
3: i I almost did I almost did, yeah. but uh I'm not that flexible. it's kind of tough, and I have short little stubby arms. Yeah. But no, you know, seriously, the, this whole craze, this internet sensation with the cat videos—I don't get it. And it's not because I don't like cats. I don't like cats that much, but it's not—it's not that. It's why are people obsessed with cats?
2: Well, before you get into that, would you like to make a long-term bet with me? All right, let's go. Like here. a fifteen-year bet, if we can remember it.
3: Well, I'm sure we'll still be doing this podcast, so yeah.
2: Well, we'll at least have the podcast to listen to and remember. I would bet in 15 years that the Minneapolis Cat Video Festival is as big, if not bigger, than the San Diego Comic-Con.
3: Whoa. You think so? All right. I will make you... I mean, mean,
2: I'm just analyzing current trends and popularity of internet cat videos, their trajectory, definitely heading upward. It's already huge and heading upward. And the (laughs) current popularity of comic books, which is initially what the Comic-Con was all about, is low and getting lower. So I'm just using the scientific principles of uh, trend and statistical analysis to predict that in 15 years, I maybe bring it back to 10, the cat thing is going to be enormous. And there'll be like two nerds at the Comic-Con.
3: Do you think... All right. I'll make this bad with you, because I don't agree with you. I don't think Mm -hmm. it's ever going to be able to eclipse Comic-Con's popularity. There's just too many nerds out there. you got Hollywood backing it. However, I bet you there will be copycat cat film festivals throughout the country. So if you take the conglomeration of all those cat film festivals, then maybe you you, you might be right.
2: But see, when you say that Hollywood is behind the Comic-Con, and that's why you believe in the Comic-Con... You're not allowing for trends, like, in 15 years, like, there'll be major motion picture versions of internet cat videos.
3: There probably will be. God, to my bitter chagrin. This summer, on a screen
2: near you, a cat plays with an iguana (laughs) for an (laughs) hour and a half. Okay. And then there's that sound in the background, like, blah, and you see the cat and you see the, you know, what you know what I'm getting at. No, We're no, exactly. Go and, that, and
3: that video alone will get like three million hits
2: within two months. Well, no, YouTube. you'll be paying, you'll be paying $83 for a ticket to go see the matinee.
3: Oh, and they actually make the movie. Yeah. It's probably, yeah, they actually a full, make a feature film. They'll have film like a whole of narrative yeah. of how like the iguana and the cat met. Yeah. Yeah. No. You, More, you know,
2: Morgan Freeman will narrate it like that dumb penguin movie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but what bothers me about these cat videos is I feel that people are misusing the internet.
2: <laughs> You're the internet police now. I, I'm not
3: the internet police. I'm just saying that You're as just pat, a... you
2: passing judgment.
3: I am passing judgment. But as somebody who Fair is enough. a, you know, I, I would say like a very, very, very minor internet figure... I, I feel like I have somewhat of an authority to speak about the, the, the usage of the internet. And I feel, are, my we opinion... We have the
2: 80th most popular comedy podcast. I agree. So I, I feel like as a pod
3: crafter, I have some authority Gives to some discuss authority. what the internet should be used for. And I feel like even we're sort of misusing the internet. The internet really should just have one function, and that's pornography. That's it. All it should be for is searching for porn and masturbating to porn and porn. And maybe, okay, throw in Facebook you know <laughs> but uh, but but that's it these cat videos I feel are a travesty. It's like, who the fuck what what why are people watching these cat videos? Why are they so incredibly unpopular? like why are they so popular?
2: Millions of hits well people most people on the internet are lonely.
3: <laughs> so this is like an exhibition of their well,
2: lonely people tend to have cats that's and true. uh you know. <laughs> there's all these new s- new studies out that cats carry viruses and bacteria that actually turns you insane.
3: It's cat scratch fever. Ted Nugent well, there's wrote a that song one about it.
2: That's been around. Ted Nugent s- s- sung and spoke of that ailment. Why do you think Ted Nugent
3: back? is who he is today?
2: <laughs> because of a cat scratch, huh?
3: Yeah. On his nutsack.
2: Uh, well, at one point they were saying that cats have a bacteria that makes you like cats. <laughs> so it's like a positive feedback loop.
3: You know, I've been scratched by cats before, and I've never actually like. I don't dislike cats. I'm just completely indifferent to them. And well, these videos, the videos piss me off. Just there are I'll studies,
2: see. is what I'm saying. And then there's another one that just came out where I guess cats are making people suicidal. Maybe women in particular.
3: Well, you know, I've, I was thinking about all the people I know that own cats, and who, know, who owns cats. And, and it turns out, a former guest on Sick and Wrong actually just got a kitten. And this guy... This cat lover. Yeah, this guy had been on the show before. I think you might remember him. Uh, he he broke his penis. Remember that?
2: Oh, yeah, I do remember. I that, mean, that, I know him had, and
3: I remember him. That was not, although it was pussy related, it wasn't feline related.
2: Um, <laughs> he was not trying to have sex with a feline. No. Personally, I feel he
3: broke it masturbating. Vice like grip. But uh, he'd never admit to that. Maybe we'll find out. Anyway, I mean, he's more lube. <laughs> <laughs> he did just get a kitten. And I've been looking at, you know, I see him on the Facebook feed. You know how, like, you, cert- you get certain updates from certain people. And it yes. seems like every day he's get- he gets a video up there. And then there's, like, 20 comments from all these really, really hot chicks. They're like, oh, cute. Wow, what's his name? All this stuff. So I feel that people, the, the, the main reason, the purpose of these cat videos, or especially if it's a guy who's posting these videos, is to get a chick in bed.
2: <laughs> in, oh, I like how you have to add in bed. Well, you have to at the end of it.
3: But they're trying to bed down ladies. That's what. That's exactly. It's a ploy. Bed upon a lady. It's a pretense, and I could totally see through it with uh, with Thomas over here. I feel like he got that kitten just to lure unsuspecting women back to his house. I okay. Maybe well, maybe does he we... disagree? Well, let's <laughs> find he... out. Let's find does out. Well I want to find. I want to find out his justification for getting a kitten and for making these videos. Let's, let's give them a quick call. All right. Hello? Thomas, how you doing, hey. man? It's Dee and Lance calling from Sick and Wrong. How you guys doing? Good. Oh, not that bad. Um, so, uh, thank you for being on the show. I, I feel like you can settle, or I guess further explain, this uh, internet fad that we're discussing here. So, I read about an Internet Cat Video Film Festival... It's coming up,
0: and you uh, mentioned that uh, I got I gotta look that up. I'm yeah, not gonna a, go to it but I, unless it, it was maybe here. I thought I think it'd be kind of interesting. I don't know. Go, so go you would to go start. to it though, right? What you would attend if it were here, I would. Yeah, I'm not gonna travel. Where isn't it like somewhere? Where is it? Minnesota. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna go to Minnesota to see a cat video festival.
3: <laughs> Although that would be kind of funny. Um, so anyway, I, I was talking, I was thinking about cats. I know you just got a cat and then it came, it, it came to me. I was like, you know, we haven't had Thomas on the show. The last time we had you on the show was like three years ago, uh, when you injured yourself. Yes. Um, and by, by that, I mean, when you, did you, you broke your penis?
0: Yeah. Well, it's not, it, it didn't really break. It, uh, kind of rushed. I don't know. I don't know what you call it. It, it, it tore some part of it anyways it, it's all it healed after like six weeks
3: yeah i was about to ask you how how's it going down there everything's all fine oh, is it yeah, is it curved like, like
0: is it bent like he said uh you can't have sex for uh six weeks and um and then when i went back in he's like i'm like are you sure like it's about, if a lot of blood rushes down there it's not gonna you know tear the stitch or whatever he's like no 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 so i mean i waited like you know, a couple extra weeks just in case. How and long did
3: you wait before you actually uh, spanked it?
0: Uh, probably about, yeah, well, six weeks and one six day. Six weeks. No. God, that would have been torture. <laughs> that
3: would yeah. be worse than watching 20 cat videos in a row. Yeah, I don't know.
2: <laughs> That's how you get through it. You watch you, cat you, video after cat you, video.
0: You had some questions about, like, why? or we, we had discussed, like, kind of like a, we had a small discussion about, like, why cats are so popular on the internet. And, well yeah, yeah,
3: that that's the purpose of my, my calling, but first I want to do a little introduction about your penis that okay. you broke. <laughs> penis is fine. <laughs> so penis cool. is
0: working fine now, right? It it is. As a matter of fact now that I'm on an SSRI it, it's like it's like it, I, it lasts for four hours and now I'm taking another fucking pill to make that side effect go away. So, wow. So
2: wait SSRIs like Prozac?
0: Problems. I've had a lot of Penis problems. Now. So, wait, you get <laughs> no, four hour no. boners now? What? You get four hour boners now? Well, no, no, no. Like, like I mean, you have when I have sex, it's hard to finish when you're on these, um, taking these SSRIs, you know, like for panic attacks. Oh. So, they, that's one of the side effects is, um, uh, not, not, not being able to get it up, but, I mean, that's, that's no problem. It's just you can't finish no matter what you do. Like, you could, God, it so must make your hand and tired and when stir you're stir masturbating. Just think of like the most fucked up shit, and you still can't finish.
2: Have you tried thumb up the ass?
0: <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs>
2: you might want
3: to. That, that might be a
0: good idea. You know.
2: Yeah, next, next time.
3: You have to check it out. All right. Anyway, enough about so, your dick. I mean, we could almost do an entire show talking about your broken penis.
0: I, I thought. Yeah, I thought about what you about this whole cat thing and. I mean, I mean, who knows for sure why things go viral? You know, I mean, why do you but, like cats? Well, here's what, here's one of my takes on it. I think because um, a lot of people have cats. I mean, I think I don't know, like probably like one. I think it was like 33. Because I actually did read up on this before, like why, why cats are popular. I mean, what did and, you read and, up? What? Why did you read they were up talking on that, it? But what I what started was was. Um, uh, what's it called like the cheeseburger network I cats, guess. Yeah. cheeseburger all those internet memes you know they, they did, and then also I think that that um you know people love cats and dogs, but dogs you you're able to take them on a walk, and so people get to see them, you know you interact with other people um you go to dog parks, you start getting to know other people, whatever you know the dogs I mean, are social you dog whereas cats the, they cats aren't Yeah, your your friends see them. You know, you can bring them to bars. You can bring them wherever. wherever. Whereas cats are something that are just kind of like hidden in your house. You know, so no.
3: Okay, okay. Hold up, hold up. It makes it makes sense. But this is my theory on it. And tell me if you think this is true. I think that guys will get a cat to lure unsuspecting women into their bedroom to hit on chicks, dude. That's why you get a kitten. Uh, I think you got a kitten. Didn't you just get a kitten? To, and to pick up chicks, right? Kitten. Did you get it for the ladies?
0: No, dude. If I wanted to, if I wanted to pick up chicks, okay. I'd get but a puppy. all right,
3: a kitten is so much easier to handle than a dog. A dog's a commitment. A dog's like adopt. dog is like adopting a retarded kid.
0: Dog is like a, yeah, you know. Like I mean, it's a like a retarded know, kid that's
3: covered in fur. Yeah. But um, but a kitten is just easy to deal with. And I feel like a kitten's easy to deal with. You could just kind of leave it alone or whatever, but you can make your videos. And I see your videos that you've made, and you post it on Facebook, and there's like 20 girls saying like, aw, cute.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't say, aw, cute. Let me come over and blow you now, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not. I, don't, I, don't, have I think you, your theory's a little have wrong, you, I'm sorry. Have you successfully have lured any you. chicks
3: into your pad to see your kitten?
0: No, I've not even tried. But even you don't think a girl yet, would come over so. if
3: you posted a, you know, a video of your cat, and she's like, "Oh my god, your kitten's so cute," and you're like, well, "Why don't you come over?"
0: Yeah, I think they just, I think they just say that, but they don't give a shit because they, you can see kittens anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, like mine's not special. Well, I mean, sorry, he's sitting right next to me. Just gave me a dirty look. You're special to me, buddy. No, but, uh, but I mean, you know, like, you can see cats and kittens anywhere, you know what I mean? You, you, I don't think someone's going to come over to your house. I mean, it's not like I, saying, oh, I have cocaine at home, you know what I mean, or whatever. Okay,
3: but what if you had cocaine and kittens?
0: Oh, man.
3: I think the combination would be, like, she would come in and then immediately disrobe. I, th- I,
0: I honestly think that, that having a cat would actually would make it harder to get a girl. Because, you know, so, a lot of people are actually allergic to cats. That That's is true.
2: true. You screen some of them
4: out.
0: A lot of girls are allergic to cats. So, so uh,
3: what's your cat's name? Uh, Motorhead. Oh, it has got a nice ring to it. Yeah. It's a, so it's like that, like the whole band, not just Lemmy.
0: Yeah. So well, you know what? I was gonna name name him Lemmy, except for I know this girl Chloe who has a a, a, a female cat named Lemmy, and and I knew that if I would have named him Lemmy, she would have given me shit. You know. Said, "Oh, I told you told my idea or whatever." I'm like, "Give me a break." Does your cat have warts? What well, plus uh, what that? Does your cat have warts? No. Also, the reason you I call him motor more. is because uh, when when I when I pick him up, um, he he just like li- just like lay down on my arm and started He starts singing Ace and of Spades. Started, no, he started purring like in his, in his and you could feel like his uh, his throat like you could hear it like a motor, you know. <laughs> But I still took the oobots over the second, oh, whatever. All time. right, so Tom, I have one, one more question for you,
3: then we got to go here. What do you do with the cat when you jerk off? Do you lock the cat up in a cage or do you just let it run around? Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd, he's
0: usually somewhere else. So you wait for the cat to leave the room? I don't. Oh, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I think I've only done it like twice since I've had it. I don't, I don't remember, to be honest with you.
3: All right, all right. I'll t- I'll take that as a as as a. No, I really an answer, I really don't remember. I mean, I,
0: he obviously like wasn't on my bed, like you know whatever. He he actually like since he's still kind of shy, he actually like sleeps under the bed sometimes, or, you know, or gets behind shit and kind of hides out, you know. So. so
3: do you think it's a travesty that people are using the internet to watch and produce these cat <laughs> videos rather than specifically watching it for its intended purpose, which is pornography?
0: Wait, one more time. Come again.
3: Do you think it's a travesty that people are using the Internet for things other than pornography?
0: I mean, I think pornography is awesome, but I I don't think it's like apples and oranges, you know?
3: Yeah, but that's what the Internet should be used for, not to disperse these cat videos. I think the Internet should be used for a lot
0: of things, but not, you know...
3: Porn. That's yeah, pretty much and,
0: it. Well, I mean, you also get your news from there. And you also get your funny stories and your weird your weird shit that you probably. Al Gore you know, created the internet for half porn. Half the shit you probably put on, or more than half the shit you probably talk about on your show, you read on the internet, right?
3: Uh, while, either while masturbating to porn or preceding the masturbation of porn? Or seeing
0: a link or, from a porn site? No,
3: <laughs> Exactly.
0: That's, that's what happened. No, I mean, All come right, on. Well, no, no, you, you got to see stuff.
3: Well, Thomas, um, thanks for being on the show and uh, and giving us your input here. I, I think I'm still kind of um, I don't know wackily. What do you think? Are you, I still don't understand why these cat videos are so popular.
0: But uh,
2: I feel like I'm enlightened a little more. It's because, like I said, a dog
0: dog people love their pets. Okay, and. Um, you know, besides like pandas and slow lorries and a couple other things that go viral. What the you fuck know? is a slow
3: lorry? What's a slow lorry? <laughs> <laughs> <ever seen> <laughs> what is it? What
0: is it? I,
2: I'm picturing Those like a retarded chick.
0: Google it right now. They're so fucking. Key. Or go to YouTube. Are you,
2: are you talking about a slow loris? Or am I pronouncing it wrong? Sorry. Did I, what did I
0: say? Slow lorry
2: lorry i think a lorry is like a delivery truck that's in front of you fucking impeding your progress well, I'm,
3: okay what's a, a slow loris is it like a sloth
0: yeah it's like a sloth yeah they're yeah those are cute too but, well, I, and so maybe, you watch those videos too well no i mean like someone will post it and i'll watch it you know whatever all that that stuff gets posted all the time so but anyways in conclusion i was gonna say i think i kind of maybe said it but like just to shorten it I think, like I said, when you have a dog, you take it out, your friends see it, there's kind of a community thing, whereas a cat, all of a sudden there's this chance that all of a sudden you can get it on video and people could see your cat, you know, and especially when it does cute stuff, you know, like. And then you get the
3: cute chicks commenting on it, and you convince them to come back. You show them the cat, give them the cocaine. Next thing you know, they're butt naked in your waterbed.
0: That's right. <laughs> my That's ra- how it works. My heart-shaped waterbed. <laughs> That's how
3: <laughs> All right, Thomas, thanks for being on the show, man. It's good to hear that your uh, plumbing is working properly. Later, yep. Thomas. Okay, see you, man. So I don't know. I don't think Thomas really shed that much light on the uh, craze of the internet cats here. <laughs> you just didn't agree with his theory. because i see through it i see between the lines he's just trying to get in a girl's pants with that cat
2: right but you're confusing you asked him the question of why people like internet cat videos why, why they're so popular but then you switch to when he explained his theory on it then you switch to uh his motive for utilizing people's love of internet cat videos
3: Okay, all right. There are certain people who probably do have innocuous purposes for making a cat video. There's probably (laughs) families out there or dads or moms or stuff like that. But I think there's a whole segment of cat video directors who are guys like Tom, single dudes, you know, middle-aged, and they're just after 22-year-old birds. And that's how you get them with kittens. And kitten videos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm surprised that Tom doesn't just go get a rusty van and just have a cat like on a shoestring outside the window,
2: on like a fishing pole.
3: On like a fishing pole, yeah. You could have it, or mm-hmm. maybe even get one of those dog. What are those dog catching? Didn't someone actually tell us what those dog catching poles are for? A catch pole, catch yes. pole. Poppy
2: did. Poppy, have, I, I actually forgot about this, but when we were having that discussion last week, Poppy is actually like going to school for some type of animal care degree.
3: Yeah, okay. I bet you Poppy is a perfect example of a girl who'd be like, Oh my God, I love your cat videos. They're so cute. And then you'd be like, Oh really? Well, you want to see how I make my cat videos? This cat's called Motorhead. I usually put Motorhead on the background. Here's the setting. Why don't you come over and check it out? Next thing you know...
2: Thumb in the butthole.
3: Exactly. There's going to be a yeah. couple thumbs in there. That's how it works. <laughs> anyway, people, there's a there's a big cat video film festival going on in Minneapolis on uh, uh end of August... And uh, just do a search for Walker Art Gallery's Internet Cat Video Film Festival. You could submit your cat films up until July 30th. And I don't even know what you win. I don't know if you just win recognition, if you win prize money. Litter. An Oscar. You, yeah, you win lifetime supply of litter, maybe.
2: Gritty Kitty.
3: I don't know. So who do you... Okay, it's just the last question about this. So which festival do you think has uh, more attractive females? The Cat Film Festival or Comic Con. Mm.
2: That's hard. I mean, on average, or do you take like the best looking girl at Comic Con and the best looking girl at the? I'm cat just video saying on in general, on average. I would say Comic Con. <laughs> all right, in 15 years. <laughs> but which one am I? Where am I going to score? That's a different question. Cat yeah, video true. all the way then. Probably cat video.
3: But which cat one in 15 count. years? I'm looking ahead here. Is going to have more attractive women.
2: Cat. I'm. I'm all. About, I'm saying the cat video thing is going to be huge by then. Well, I mean, I the, guess... the cat, in 15 years, the cat video thing will have the A-list celebrity damsels.
3: Are we betting for like a 12-pack uh, Miller High Life? Probably. All right. I'm <laughs> down with that.
2: <laughs> well, in whatever form High Life exists in 15 years in I'm, the future.
3: I'm hoping it's just cube, like suppository, beer suppository.
2: Yeah, it will be.
3: Trust <laughs> me. People, this is episode uh, 338 here, sick and wrong. Quick recap of last week's show. Uh, episode three thirty seven. We did two stories. Uh, the first was a mystery story about Turdlock Holmes and the Enema Bandit. The second story was about a Floridian who gave himself Roadhead, sort of, I guess. Hand Road, road hand. hand. He gave himself Road Hand. Uh, the story that won was Turdlock Holmes and the Enema Bandit, won by an overwhelming majority. So congratulations, there, listener number one. Damn I- you, Holmes! <laughs> don't buy your enemas in Florida. That's one good thing. But uh, you won. You do just
2: boil them in bleach after you get them home. Or something. You That'd did win
3: episode 337. Uh, people, you know the way the show works. Wackling and I present the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show. Audience votes. Winner gets a sick and wrong care package. You can send your stories to sick and wrong podcast at homel.com. Submit them via Facebook or the Twitters. Just, just send them to us. And I promise you, I will send you a sick and wrong care package. Well, actually, we got a few good uh, stories here this week. It was tough to narrow it down. But before we get to our first listener submission, here's a word from our sponsor, Audible.com.
1: Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of
5: spoken audio entertainment. With over 75,000 titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash diddle and get your free audiobook today.
4: Every night with my star friends,
3: we eat caviar. And drink- so the first listener submission here came in from Brandon. Uh, Brandon wrote, I'm sure D frequents this fast food establishment. <laughs> Uh, Wendy's drive-thru worker put memory stick of child porn in a carton of fries when customers ask for the secret code word. Sounds like a, uh, a clever child porn operation going on here at the Wendy's.
2: Is this a sanctioned Wendy's promotional idea, child porn? Is <laughs> Dave it, Thomas a big child porn pro- aficionado? Well, I think it
3: gives new meaning to the term Happy Meal. Does Wendy's even have Happy Meal?
2: Like something equivalent. something I mean, it gives a whole new ter- term, a whole new definition to the term Wendy. <laughs> <Like> what, <laughs> what was Dave Thomas doing with Wendy? Wasn't Wendy supposed to be his daughter or something? Yeah, so? It's still creepy. You know,
3: honestly, I can't even recall the last time I've eaten at a Wendy's.
2: You haven't had a Frosty recently in this heat? No, nah, just I don't. I've,
3: I haven't been to one probably in like 20, 25 years. Like, did you Wendy's ever like their food? Aren't very
2: prevalent in Los Angeles. I don't think. But did you ever like their food compared to like
3: Burger King or McDonald's? Sure. Or Taco Bell. Square hamburger. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. What is it? Big potato chili.
2: <laughs> what? Did you
3: prefer it though to McDonald's or Burger King?
2: It's. All, I'm not one of those people that has a favorite fast food. Like, I only go there because it's so much better than the other ones. I mean, it's all crap. And it all it all tastes amazing, but it's all crap. So you just go
3: to the most convenient one, all right? That's the closest yeah. one. I'll just go there. Exactly. Well, not fair
2: enough. <laughs> the, fair one enough. That, the one where nobody will see me going there because it's embarrassing at this point in your life to be eating <laughs> fast food. I don't know why. And in the Midwest, maybe this isn't true, but out here, if one of your friends sees you getting a Whopper... Like, you'll never fucking hear the end of it. Because, oh, we're also gourmet and we all only eat the finest foods and put the most healthy shit into our body.
3: I th- yeah, I think uh, the only time it's acceptable to eat fast food is when you're on a road trip. Because that's all you have to eat. But if or you live when you're in completely your city,
2: smashed and it's 3 a.m.
3: Yeah, that, that's the only time it's acceptable. Or when you're trying to go procure some child porn. So, hey, Wendy. Well, you- now you tell me. <laughs> A Wendy's drive-thru worker has been sentenced to 21 years in jail for selling customers child porn if they said the code word (laughs) Scooby-Doo. What if you say Scrappy-Doo? I wonder what (laughs) Hanna-Barbera thinks of that.
2: They're both, it's not one guy, you know that, right? Yeah, but
3: Hanna and Barbera, do you think they're like flipping in their graves?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think they are. (laughs) (laughs) That
4: was not the
2: reason we created Scooby-Doo. Hanna-Barbera is talking to Jethro Tull. What in the hell did I just
3: hear? (laughs) Juan Antonio Rosa, 36 years old, put memory sticks of the porn in cartons of fries at a Wendy's restaurant in San Antonio, Texas. After taking orders for the child porn from people that he met on Facebook, he then downloaded videos onto a memory card and uh, brought them to work. Personally, I'm surprised that this guy would uh, engage in such an illicit activity at his own workplace. Yeah. You know,
2: because <laughs> he's not just going to go work at the next fast food restaurant over. So, okay, when well, the customers he met
3: online would approach the drive through window and provide the code word Scooby Doo, he put Scooby-Doo. the cards in their fries. So, you know, you he, he, he
2: actually, he, they probably say Scooby Doo at the little microphone, right? Not a, at the drive through windows where you receive the child born.
3: Well, that's what I don't understand about it. It's, you know, okay, so this guy is working there, and every time he worked, You'd hear somebody be like, you know, I'll take a hot and juicy, a baconator, a frosty, a Scooby Doo. <laughs> like, wouldn't you as a like a coworker would be like, why do people keep yelling
2: that every time you work? I've never worked at fast food. Can can everybody in the restaurant hear the orders, or is it just the guy with the headphones on?
3: No, everybody hears it because I. I've, well, it depends, I guess. I, when I worked at Burger King, I did it briefly. Everybody would hear the order that was coming in.
2: But that was in ancient times, though. Yeah, I don't know. That. They yeah, a, that was there was have a ago. big computer with, like, green printing on a black background where the orders would come up?
3: <laughs> and then you'd print out, you know, your invoices yeah. on their dot matrix printer. Yeah.
2: A little punch card. You'd get the We, did, we did have program. punch cards,
3: actually. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I thought everybody... I've, I've been to fast food places where I've heard people ordering from the drive-thru.
2: You know, I will say this. I haven't been inside a fast food place in a really long time.
3: It's my, yeah, I don't even know. Last time I've been inside because I one just either. go to the
2: drive-through. Going in is for the plebs and like you know, thirteen-year-olds. <laughs> the plebs. Is well, it plebs or plebes? I, I know it's plebs. plebeian, but the the slang is pleb, right? I call people plebs.
3: I like it. I like the sound of it. So right. he sold each card, which contained between two and five videos, for fifty dollars a piece. God and, damn. Uh, yeah, everybody that went through would just get their fries with this memory card if they said the code word. And Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, the code word Scooby Doo, I Scooby-Doo. feel is a lot better than other code words that he could have chosen, such as Hello Kitty. Would that be creepy? <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. What about Winnie the Pooh? Like, if, if someone's going through there and be like, I'll take a baconator, some fries, and
2: Winnie the Pooh. Just, the creepy thing creepy. about Winnie the Pooh is that uh, Kenny Loggins song. Is it Kenny Loggins or Christopher Cross? <laughs> he did a song about Winnie Pooh? You're, talking, you're thinking about Sailing Away. No, there's some song about Christopher Robin. I think it's Kenny Loggins. It's why why would he
3: write a song? That, see, that's pedophilic in itself. It's just creepy.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, with that, okay, what if he said Dora? What if the code word is Dora the Explorer?
2: I don't have any associations with Dora because it's past my time. Is she's a little lesbian, anyways? Right? She's like seems very asexual.
3: So a little Mexican lesbian that like has sex with a monkey. But you know that's the thing. <laughs> it's
2: I, more I, zoophilic than. I think pedophilic.
3: the creepiest one, though, hands down. If he had chosen this, I would have think this. I would have been as a as a as a porn child porn consumer. I'd have been like, all right, dude, you you went a little bit too far. You know, you I'm to the boundaries. I'm going to go over at Burger King. Yeah, I'm going go to go the Burger King now. What if he used the
2: code word Muppet Babies? See, that skeeves me out, and I'm almost going to stop this podcast right now because <laughs> Muppet Babies, in addition to being kind of like a pedophile's wet dream, is just creepy in and of itself.
3: What? Well, well, okay, this is the thing that bothered me with Muppet Babies. Whose babies are they?
2: <laughs> Who okay. produced those babies? Does does, every, does everybody in all the countries that are in our listening purview know about Muppet? Muppet Babies is a cartoon that came out after the Muppets. I mean, not after like like, like the Muppets would come on TV and then the, 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 the next one would right? be Muppet Babies. But like after in time. Like when we were little, I think the Muppets was were on in like show. 1978 or something. Yeah. The Muppet Show. And they were actual puppets. It was great. Great show. Jim Henson's hand up a frog's ass.
3: But that made but sense to we, me though.
2: Then when we were older, but still like young enough to probably still be watching these cartoons. I mean, I was maybe I was too old to be watching. Mid eighties, right? This cartoon came on that would be on like in the afternoon after you got home from school, right? Or was it Saturday morning? I think I they had know.
3: Saturday morning, and it was on the afternoon. But I do, I do recall seeing it even like in the late eighties. You'd see Muppet Babies on in the afternoon, and and it confused me. It confused me as a child. It confused me as an adolescent. Like who produced these muppets? Which muppets were fucking to <laughs> I, I make this I, I don't think I've
2: explained it enough yet for you to get into that. So that, but now like Kermit and Miss Piggy and fucking Fozzie Bear and Gonzo, there's baby versions of them, and they live in a, like a little orphanage. Yeah, and it, and you and I were discussing before, and we have different we had different interpretations of how that came to be.
3: Okay, well, you okay. You can share your theory first, and then I'll share mine. My,
2: my theory was always, and still is, that uh, the Muppet Babies is a prequel to the Muppet Show. So you're going back in time and seeing the characters who ran the Muppet Show and starred on the Muppet Show when they were babies, like in their past. But you had a different interpretation. I mean, it's been a
3: long time since I've seen it. That actually sounds quite plausible. Now that I, think I mean, about just pull it.
2: out your DVD box set. I see it behind you. <laughs>
3: Bookshelf. i can't the cds dvds are all stuck together but um my theory was that the and what i thought as a kid and that's what i thought was weird is i thought the the muppets the adult muppets had sex with each other and produced these muppet babies like these were the muppet babies that were in the orphanage that they because they gave up because they're muppets and they're doing their shows they don't have time to raise these they kids. have
2: time to deal with their children but what confused me about it the, the, t- the title leads leads you to think your interpretation. Right? Well, that, it's that the, the Muppet babies. babies.
3: But what's confusing is how can you have a baby Kermit? And how can you have a baby Piggy? I figured they would be some kind of weird hybrid of the two. Like if Kermit fucked Miss Piggy, it would be like a frog pig baby. A frig, a frig. It'd be a mixed like a, like a, or a like hog. a mixed a mixed breed or a mixed uh,
2: a mulatto. Is that the word you're searching for?
3: <laughs> no, I'm I'm just saying it would be like a octaroon? mixed. A mixed breed of Muppet is what that would be. I guess, yeah, an octoroon of frog and pig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> More than an octoroon, though. <laughs> but, but, but the fact of the matter is,
2: I just don't understand where they came from. Neither do I. And did <laughs> they have humans in it? There was one human, the nanny or, or whatever, the, the orphan leader the orphanage leader but you only ever saw her legs which was pretty creepy too i don't she would know. walk in the room at the beginning of the episode and say hey you fucking muppet babies like behave your goddamn selves then she would leave and then they would proceed to not behave themselves and have some adventure and an adventure would,
3: would occur yeah and that it was pretty- that, do
2: you know that that show was actually produced by steven spielberg i believe that explains a lot <laughs> I'm not shitting you. So they could do a lot of they could do a lot of tie-ins that you know other people wouldn't be able to do, like throwing ET as a as a Muppet baby, ET in a Indiana Jones specifically. They remember, had a baby Indiana Jones. Well, no, no, the Muppets had an Indiana Jones like adventure where if it was any other cartoon, they would be hit with copyright infringement. But because it was produced by Steven Spielberg, they could like actually just lift a the whole the Indiana Ark Jones episode. theme and go with it.
3: I did not know that. I don't
2: know. I know a lot of shit about Muppet Babies.
3: (laughs) You do, which is kind of skeeving me out. I think I might have to end this podcast. I think I
2: might have been unhealthily (laughs) obsessed with it as a child. And not as that young of a child. Like, I might have been as old as 10 or something.
3: I just remember being confused by it and not enjoying it as much as I did the actual Muppet show.
2: I don't think I enjoyed it either. But I was one of those kids who was, like, literally controlled by the television. I mean, it, it controlled my life. Which Whatever is, it showed me, I had to watch it and I became obsessed with all of it.
3: I don't think that's a like I don't think that's necessarily a poor thing. Like I don't think that's a poor choice for your development. TV, right. you can learn a lot from TV. You know, it's 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 when you grow up just watching fucking cat videos. That's when I grow concern for you.
2: Right. The youth of today they're hopeless. They are because they don't have Muppet babies to guide them with its heavy handed life lessons that were in each episode.
3: So this child porn peddler made a shrewd choice in choosing Scooby-Doo over Muppet Babies as his code word. But yet it didn't serve him uh, all that well because uh, he was still found out. He was still arrested. There was a raid on his apartment, and uh, child porn was found on uh, Juan Rosa's computers. He confessed to downloading the porn and selling it at Wendy's. He said, it's not for me. I'm just trying to make some money off of it, man. Which, uh... (laughs) I don't know if just I'm just the porn dealer defense really works. And then no. In that in that case, you got child porn. I mean, in on your the computer. world of
2: drugs, you get more you get a worse sentence if you're the dealer than if you're the user.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know why he would even say that I, instead of just being like, "How did that appear on my computer? Oh my god, somebody I got hacked." It. Yeah, that's <laughs> isn't that what you would say? I mean,
2: yes, immediately what I would say, or I would blame he it posts, on Dave he, Thomas. You got to watch that movie, Hard Candy. Like, you don't keep the child porn on your hard drive that's internal to your computer. You put it on an external drive, and you, like, bury it in a hidden vault under its floor. And you only pull it out when you want to masturbate.
3: <laughs> Markly, okay, Muppet Babies and How to Hide Your Child Porn are
2: just two subjects movie, you know Arcane. too well. <laughs> it was a movie that taught me to hate Ellen Page, by the way. Yeah, I hate her, too. So listen
3: to this, though, and this is, I think, the most tragic part of the story, is that Rosa apologized to his family, including his two young daughters, for his conduct before the judge handed him him the 21-year sentence. Do you think the daughters were stars of the videos that he sold? I I don't really
2: want to contemplate that.
3: Do you think so? I don't know. I mean, I'm just wondering. It's like, where else would he get this child born?
2: But yeah, that's the next question. I mean, that's how he gets his uh sentence reduced from 23 years or whatever you said it was. He's got well, to roll over on the You the think next he guy would have rolled up over up the on the
3: yeah, on the connection but I uh, but
2: apparently he didn't. Why why wouldn't you? I mean, I know in the drug world, you're dealing with very shady, scary characters and you don't want to like, you know, rat out the guy up up the level cuz he'll come and murder your whole family like and eviscerate them. Well, you got cartel by. members. But are child pornographers known for being ruthless? I would totally tell on the guy who gave it to me. My yeah, supplant. I don't
3: know why he wouldn't roll on it. You'd think, I mean, he would get less than a 21-year sentence for ratting them out. I'm sure they're, unless, unless he was the one who was creating the porn. If he produced those videos himself with his own daughters, then, uh, you know, maybe he's just making a little extra money on the side. He did. How much do you think he makes at Wendy's?
2: I mean, not fifty bucks every drop at the window.
3: Yeah, I mean, he probably gets you know as many free frosties as he wants. But
2: he lives on the like in a Texas border town, though. Maybe he does get the child porn from the Mexican cartels, the Zetas or whatever. And uh, maybe they are really scary dudes.
3: Yeah, possibly. A spokesperson for Wendy said they had no knowledge of the incident. They're like, we just sell frosties. That's what we do. We don't know. And baked potatoes. And baked potatoes. (laughs) And chili. Wackily, what do you have here for the second story?
2: I have a story that's not from Florida, but it sounds like it would be, but it's not. It's from North Carolina.
4: That's
3: good. You don't have many
2: stories from North Carolina.
3: Well, it's good because I think I feel like the last. Several podcasts we've done. Every story's from Florida.
2: I almost did a story from Florida, so. And this story was sent in by me. I found it at the last minute. It's from Wilmington, North Carolina, which is near Cape Fear, which is an actual place. I thought it was just the name of a movie. I I had no idea
3: Cape Fear is in North Carolina.
2: Uh, Is the movie set in North Carolina? I guess it must be if that's where Cape Fear is. Or maybe there's multiple Cape Fears throughout the country. I, I, thought that, I thought that movie was in Florida.
3: Yeah, I, you know, I didn't know. I Actually, I thought it was like uh, on the East Coast. Well, I thought it was on the East Coast somewhere. I didn't think it was as far, for, as far south as Florida. Oh, you thought it was further north? Yeah, I thought it was like closer to Maine for some reason. Have you ever seen why. the
2: movie? It's been a long time. <laughs> There's like, you know, the swamps. And the, the humidity, and they're like sweating all the time.
3: Oh, there, there were swamps there in the, in the movie? I don't know. It's been swamps so so. since I've seen it. All right, maybe. I think maybe I've seen, the, have you
2: seen both versions? The one with uh, De Niro, and then you, there's the older one with Robert Mitchum.
3: I've never actually seen the De Niro version. Oh,
2: you've seen the Robert
3: Mitchum? The one. Robert Mitchum version is the only yeah, one I've great. seen.
2: He's an intimidating Classic. character. He's the, kind of, he's the type of old school dude who has those pants that are up like right under his nipples. But he, ma- you know, he makes it But he would work. knock you out with one punch. Yeah, and he has a good voice too. Anyways, enough of my man love for Robert. Mitchell. He'd call it fisticuffs. <laughs> uh, so police in Wilmington said this guy Melvin. Listen to this name, <laughs> Melvin Merardo Acevedo-Pineda. <laughs> wow,
3: that's a name. Yeah, that's I, that's like a mouthful. I can't even pronounce all. That.
2: Pineda is uh, Filipino. How did you pronounce it? He sounds like he sounds like uh, sort of a Filipino Mexican, or maybe like Filipino, um, <coughs> you know, Puerto Rican or something. But then they, his parents named him Melvin. Where did they come up with that one? Yeah,
3: I wonder. Like, did they just do it just to fuck with the guy? Like, or were they just like, hey, you know, you got? We could name you Juan or Jose. Yeah. But we're just going to name you Melvin.
2: Melvin. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the, so police in Wilmington said Melvin, he was drinking early Sunday morning at a bar on Care Avenue, which I take to mean, you know, before last call Saturday night, 1 a.m., that sort of thing. And so, uh,
3: Okay, okay. So he was drinking the night, he was drinking at the, the end of the Saturday night. night. Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night. End of
2: the night. We've all been in the bar at one. It's perfectly respectable.
3: Yeah, and he's probably wasted at this point, because he'd probably been drinking for several hours.
2: Of course, as you do. He left the bar. This is always a bad bad thing. You should just go to the bar, get your drink on. When you, get the, when you get the signal, the brain signal, like, I should go. You just go, and then go home. Maybe have a nightcap at home. Maybe swing by another bar. Even that's usually a bad idea.
3: But a lot of people, though, depending on your state of inebriation, misinterpret those signals.
2: Yeah. And when you're young, it maybe it's more acceptable. When you're in your 20s, you can be like, we're going to go to five bars tonight and it's fine. But when you're old, this guy's 32. Hmm. He's, he's yeah, he's old. He's, enough old. To know he's about our him. age. Yeah. He's a little younger, but he's our age. You just just go to one bar. Maybe a restaurant then a bar, but mostly just one bar. And one he restaurant. he was out by himself too. He wasn't with friends, right? It sounds like he's out by himself. But so who yeah, knows how he started the night off.
3: You're out by yourself. Just go to your neighborhood bar. Go to a bar within walking distance. Drink until you you know, you're drunk, but not like till you're drunk where you're making a fool of yourself. And then I think there's like that inner voice. Your conscience kind of kicks in and it's like time to go home. You're not gonna get late <laughs> tonight. I think time you're being very
2: home. I think you're being very urban elitist here.
3: Well no, I'm saying you, you don't get that, that point like around one where you're just like you're by yourself at the bar you're kind of drunk. You're like, I'm not gonna get laid. I'm just gonna go home. Fuck it. I'd rather watch TV than be here.
2: Right, but I think you and I are you and I are privileged to live in areas and we, by choice. Like, but we didn't grow up in areas where a lot of people don't have a neighborhood bar. The, sometimes the closest bar is five miles away or further.
3: Yeah, I guess I didn't think about this. This You've guy's in uh, where? Where is it? North Carolina, but where?
2: Yeah. Uh, Wilmington, which I don't think is a really small town. I've I heard it's of that sort town, of a metropolitan. So, but still, area. you probably had to drive to the bar. Yeah, sometimes you have to. <laughs> I mean, What else are you going to do? You got to drive and drink and drive. And there's no buses or anything, right? In those type of town.
3: Yeah, it's not like you're going to take a cab.
2: But I mean, you know, your point, your general point stands. Like, you know what? Move somewhere where you can actually walk to a bar. That's a good way to choose your your place of residence. Is just live in a town where there's bars within walking distance. I they think don't it's have to a good be great idea. bars. Uh,
3: that, but that's how I've chosen all my apartments as an adult.
2: Yeah, me too. Uh, I forgot where I was. <laughs> oh well, yeah, he left the bar and then he came back, which is always a bad idea. And uh, he found the bar to be closed. Ooh. Uh, that's when police said Melvin drove his vehicle through the front door of the bar. <laughs> Which is <laughs> one way to get into a cl- locked bar. Yeah. Not a good idea. It's quite conspicuous. And uh, unless you're going like, to jump out, grab all the booze you can, and then run and basically abandon your car, in which case you probably, for the value of the car, you just could have gone and bought your own booze. You know, as we've mentioned
3: know. before, the only time something like that's permissible is if you're
2: the Kool-Aid man. Well, the, the Kool Aid man has special rules that apply to him, right? Yeah, He's but like he can angel. bash
3: through a wall and everyone's like, oh, sweet. Whereas this guy, I don't think most people are like, oh, cool. You know, Acevedo Melvin just like crashed through the window or crashed through the front door of a bar.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> don't do that. You're not the Kool Aid man. Nobody's happy to see you. God, he messed up. But that's really not all drunk. that he did. He actually was quite agitated because he then entered the bar. You know, his car was sort of half-entered the bar already, but he got out and then entered the bar. I don't know if he climbed over his hood or what. I imagine there's just bricks laying all over the top of the car, loose bricks, and maybe the door is, like, hanging off the hood a little I wonder
3: bit. how f- much of the car he actually got into the bar. I wish they told us what kind of car it was. If it was a Prius, I don't think it would have made it very far into that bar. No.
2: The Prius <laughs> wouldn't have knocked anything down. It would just be a heap of shards of plastic. <laughs> Uh, I'm imagining, you know, an El Camino, a Ranchero. I'm picturing truck. Uh, some type of a Buick. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm picturing a 19, mid-80s, maybe early 90s sedan. Pontiac mm, Bonneville. I'm thinking Tacoma.
3: Like I go into those uh, Toyota Tacoma trucks.
2: They say car, though. And okay. usually newspapers yeah. will distinguish a truck from a car. But who knows? Pinto. Well, no, actually, you know what? They say vehicle. I take it back. It could be a truck. They do say vehicle. Um, After he entered the bar, though, he actually pulled out his machete. (laughs) Wow. As you have in your car. Uh, And then he began attacking a man inside. And I don't know if uh, this is the bartender, the bar owner, because we've specified before that the bar is locked, or just one of those cool dudes. Who knows (laughs) people. I have to point out, Dee, that I've been this cool dude once in a while. (laughs) <laughs> who is allowed to stay in the bar after the door is locked. <laughs> That's how so you know you're a cool dude. You're VIP when that happens. <laughs> you're a real VIP. VIP. Living the high life, yep. drinking your face off after and, hours. Well, it's Aren't like your parents proud?
3: All the plebs have to leave, and you're just sitting at the bar getting free drinks.
2: Yeah. Trashed. Yep. Um, I don't know. They don't make point it out, but they do uh, say... Indicate that the victim was 29-year-old Dennis Troches, and the initials I think make a significant point here because this guy is motherfucking Danny Trejo incarnate. Because listen to this: he's getting attacked with a machete by the guy who just drove his car through the fucking front wall of the bar, and what does he do? He fucking beats Malvin down with a bar stool. Wow. So wait, he was and that's fucking why he's allowed in the bar after hours. Holy shit. That guy's a badass. He's being attacked by a machete. He beats the man down with a bar stool. They call the cops and the ambulance and 911 and whatnot. And they come. And what does Danny Trejo do? Or Dennis Trochez? You know, I get them confused.
3: Uh, He
2: refuses treatment for the minor cuts he received. While Melvin was taken to Cape Fear Hospital for treatment before being carried off to jail, where he is held held under a hundred thousand dollar bond. <laughs> and 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 so so Melvin's beat to shit with a fucking bar stool by Danny Trejo. And uh, does uh, Danny get any charges? No, because the cops are like, dude, you're the fucking man. Melvin, however, faces charges of assault with a deadly weapon, damage to property, and driving while well intoxicated. Immigration and Customs Enforcement have also put a hold on him because he's an illegal immigrant. Danny Trejo was probably also an illegal immigrant, but they're just like, fuck, dude, honorary citizenship Badass. right now. Give it to exactly. that guy. You know, You're I, also now the official mayor of Wilmington. Talk about poor choices
3: on Melvin's part. It's like not only did he ruin his car, he attacked a man, which in theory you'd think he would have killed the guy because he had a machete or definitely would have hurt the guy and severely. A but instead, he destroyed his car, got out, ran out of a guy with a machete, and got his ass kicked with a bar stool. He might as well commit suicide.
2: <laughs> yeah, he should. You're
3: never going <laughs> to live through this.
2: You'll never know. live it down. You'll yeah. never you'll never sleep another night without having nightmares about Dennis Troche is coming after you with that bar stool.
3: But you know what, though, this is the type of guy. This Melvin, he's the type of guy that's going to. Be, do, serve his prison term six years, seven years or whatever it is that he gets, he's going to come out and be like I've got to get back on the horse and he's going to go <laughs> straight back to that bar that's the first time, as soon as he gets out of prison he's going to go right back to that bar
2: right? and, uh, and yeah. Danny Trejo's going to beat his knock ass him again out again the <laughs> but then maybe after the second beating Danny Trejo will lift him up and be like now you see now you know now I will teach you the way and he'll actually become Danny Trejo's apprentice like after he served this prison time and been beaten twice and now it's time to learn the way of the master
3: you know they don't specify they don't actually go into Melvin's motives here but I would wager that Melvin probably went in there he was acting belligerent Danny Trejo is probably the bouncer beat the shit out of him and threw him out could be and that's why he came back to get revenge and got the shit beat out of him again Again. with a bar stool right poor guy it's plausible You, you never know well people you vote as to uh, your favorite story here for episode 338 sickerongpodcast.com Wacker uh, we got a few phone calls to the sickerong hotline 206-666-3846 is that number uh, before we get to our first call here's a word from
6: adamandeve.com hey kids do you like sex toys yeah then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code diddle you'll get 50% off your first item three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukaki. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So we got a few phone calls here.
3: The Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh, the first call is in reference to a couple of weeks ago we did a podcast and we were talking about uh, slaughtering geese with the, the foie gras ban. And so this guy was saying that when they slaughter cattle, they use a specific type of equipment.
1: How's it going, guys? So I'm just listening to your uh, newest podcast. I'm right in the middle of the park and you're talking about the way people kill animals and eat them, and I remember the funny story. There was a lady. She was a I forget her name, but she was one of those famous, um, legendary psychologists, kind of like Freud. And she invented this thing called touch slash hug therapy. First of all, pause it.
2: <laughs> she's you talking about Temple Grandin? And <laughs> she's not like Freud. She's <laughs> like the she's like the Freud of cows. Okay. They made a but, movie about her with Claire Danes. Yeah, but
3: was she like a behavioral psychologist, or is she just for animals?
4: She's
2: an she's just for animals. So she's so like she's Jane Goodall. Like, she's not the father of modern psychology. She's like the, the maybe aunt of cow psychology. And she's autistic, by the way. But she's autistic. I didn't even know about that. But did she, she actually? Had, she had mild autism, and she has this really crazy voice.
3: But she's the one that. Uh her family had cattle or something and she observed the way the cows were slaughtered isn't that what ha- what happened
2: right i mean how else would you you don't i don't know if they, they don't teach this in freud for cows school <laughs>
3: <laughs> i don't think did she was see the movie what else did Claire she Dane? do huh other than make the cow hugger
2: she like she was a major consultant to the cattle industry and like apparently like improved all these processes that make it, you know, easier and more efficient and you know, make the cows happier in the slaughterhouse.
3: Why would you make a movie about that?
2: Well, cuz it's an uplifting story because she grew up with disabilities and went on to become this like well-renowned person who's been on Terry Gross a bunch of times and you know what I'm saying? She's an interesting person, and she's very smart. She's just not like, like Sigmund Freud, or who's the other guy? Carl Jung.
3: Did you watch the movie by yourself, or did you watch the movie
2: in the company never, of a woman?
4: I've never seen it. I've <laughs> never seen it.
2: I've heard her interviews on Terry Gross, and it's just funny because she has this crazy, warbly voice. Um, because she's autistic. No, I mean, that doesn't give you a weird voice just because she's weird and old. I mean, have you ever heard Diane Reem? Um, I'm a, <laughs> no, I don't know a, these old I'm a, I'm women a, that you know. I'm an aficionado of weird old lady voices. You know who Diane Rehm is? <laughs> Who's that? What a Diane Rehm she's, uh, she's a very famous PBS talk show host, and she talks like this. She has like a... a oh, wait, wait. Now that, that sounds familiar.
3: How, how does yeah. uh, Temple Grandin speak?
2: Kind of like that, but not as... Uh, you know, not as bad. It, it makes her sound. She sounds like she's 99 years old, but it's really this ailment, and she's really only maybe like 60 or something.
3: I hate feel good movies like that.
2: <laughs> and the there's the one part where you know the gore, the bull gores her pussy. Here, that's a good scene. I would watch
3: like, that scene. Now that sounds like if the whole movie was kind think, of like that.
2: That's what I. That was from my dream of the movie.
1: And get calm if you hug them. And it was a big big revolutionary thing, and all the hippies were really happy about it. But after a couple of years, she decided to put her uh, skills and theories into some other place. So she decided to go to butcher shops or butchers, and she invented a machine called a hugging machine. So basically, before the cow gets executed, it gets hugged by two soft pillows attached to, like, the sides of a robot kind of a thing. And then the cow doesn't freak out as much, and then they just, like, cut its head off or whatever they do to kill it. And now it's like an essential part of uh, all the butcher shops and all that kind of stuff. I thought that was kind of funny because all the hippies were pissed off that she decided to, you know, use it to kill animals more efficiently instead of making people better. Um, that's it. Thanks.
2: I think that's kind of horrible. What? You don't what? want a robot hug before you're executed?
3: <laughs> no, I, I think it should just be fast. There shouldn't be any... uh Precursor to it, I think it's just like put them in there, maybe oh, you knock them out a, first. You
2: think it's a long loving
3: hug? It's I'm a sure protracted it's slaughter execution. That's that's what I'm, I'm saying. sure it's fast. Still. What, oh, what? Okay, me. but but like a little hug and it's. Do, do you think it really does make a difference?
2: I'll probably hold them still while the uh, the big uh, metal rod goes into
3: their brain. Well, how about this? Why not just have like a hand job robot? Because they're all bulls, right? I don't think so. I thought most of them are bulls that that are executed. No, I think they do
2: men and women, <laughs> Men and ma- male and female cows. Okay,
3: well, all right. I but really have no
2: idea. Would you
3: rather have a hand job than a hug? Uh, when I when I'm going to be executed? Yeah, if you're about to be executed in prison or whatever. I mean, like... I know
2: it's I know it's very masculine to say you know you always want to get a hand job, but honestly, when I, if I know I'm about to be executed, I might not be able to get it up. Maybe I do want a hug. No, okay, the night before from Kate Upton. <laughs> I don't want to be a sexy <laughs> hug.
3: So you wait you you would rather have a hug than a hand job?
2: If I know I'm about to be executed, yes. I I disagree. I really? think, but well, the the fact of the matter is that is last the hug. a hand job?
3: No, but the hug is going to take like what two minutes, maybe. Whereas the hand job could really take an hour because you know, depending on how long it takes to get me off.
2: Do you have a cock ring on?
3: Maybe I don't know. <laughs>
2: Business supplied Cochrane.
3: Would you okay, all right. Let's just say, would you rather have a hug or a hand job from Temple Grandin?
2: I'd rather she stay away from me. All
3: right. The uh, second call that we got here, um this is kind of funny actually. So last week we were talking about the regional dialects in England and how the, the accents are so varied. And I was yes. saying, well, all Americans are you know, can understand each other, Americans like they all speak relatively the same. We can understand each other. There's not as much of a variation. Well, I think I'm proven wrong with this phone call. See if you can understand anything that this guy's saying.
6: Dean Simon, just
0: thought I'd say for fucking down for it. Thank you. appreciate
3: it. Well, what did he say?
2: Well, first of all, I don't even understand where is that. Is it a southern accent? Southern I mean, American accent? No idea. Here, I'll play it again. It's a quick call.
1: Fuck you. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. <laughs> Dean Simon, I just thought I'd say, it's not saying i fucking Davenport. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Fuck you. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong.
2: Yeah, he's from the south of America. He's from Davenport, which I don't know where that is. Georgia. Iowa. Something.
3: Isn't Davenport Iowa?
2: Iowa. I don't know.
3: But, I mean, so what did, what did he say? He goes, let it wrong, or D and Simon, something <laughs>
2: Davenport.
3: Right. Fuck you.
2: Fuck you. I got that. <laughs> so I, I just, he's just... He's just drunk. I mean, drunk is an accent unto itself.
3: All I gotta say is, I think maybe I was... I'm, I'm gonna retract some of my statements from last week. There are some Americans that uh, are difficult to understand.
2: But the point still stands. That guy's... He lives 3,000 miles away from you. Not an hour's drive away from you, or even less.
3: Or in the same city. Right. You know? I mean, I can understand, okay, carnies. He's not your bin man. Carnies are a different breed.
2: Well, they don't have any teeth, and that makes it hard to talk. (laughs) They Uh, speak monkey. (laughs) And, you know, lion, and so they can talk to the animals.
3: I think it's from uh, years of eating, like, fried dough. I think it just changes your vocal cords.
2: And and sponge sugar.
3: Yeah. So here's the third call. This uh, came in from some guy that uh, wants to give you a life lesson here, Wackily.
2: Me? Yeah.
3: Hey, Lance. I know here lately you've been bitching about not getting laid or finding a girlfriend, so I thought I'd call and give you some advice.
2: Oh, first Friends, dear Abby.
3: Women are fucking stupid. Let me repeat that. Women are fucking stupid. They all like to think their shit doesn't stink and that they're so hot. But really, most of these bitches are, at best, a six and that's on a good day <laughs> <laughs> most of them are just a six and they think they're all relative stink. right yeah
2: a six in the world of five in a town full of fives is a 10 it's
3: the hottest chick yeah exactly in the town yeah. so i wonder what town this guy lives in to say that they're all a six
2: i mean you living in los angeles a 10 is a 10 right You see a a six stands out in Los Angeles. When you're in Los
3: Angeles. On the low end. Yeah. God damn, she's ugly as fuck. Well, it's weird to go to a bar in this city and be like, Oh my God, that girl is just like she's fat. She's not very she has acne. She's just obviously not very attractive. It's just rare to see that. Like in LA. Like most of the girls here are like I would say eight, nines or tens. And unless you have money or drugs, you're not gonna speak to any of them.
2: So you kind of you're almost you world you because you don't have money or drugs you live in just a world without women is what you're saying. I, I masturbate a lot. That's why I like the internet. <laughs> See, I live in a town. I'm not going to badmouth it, but I'm going to say seven <laughs> is is kind of like the average or maybe even the high end. And if a eight were to come into my town, like she would be treated like a princess. She'd be treated like royalty. Yeah, but this guy Good.
3: apparently. Feels that all girls uh, what do are you, how do you
2: feel about the greater Bay Area? Like, what, would you, what number would you put on the greater Bay Area? Not just my little town.
3: On average in the Bay Area, I would say most girls there are about an eight.
2: Yeah. Which is perfectly respectable. It's not at Los Angeles, though.
3: I would say on average, if you walk into a bar in Los Angeles or you walk into a bar in New York City and then you walk into a bar in San Francisco, there will be more hot chicks at the bar in L.A. or New York.
2: The average bar that you would go into, one yeah. would go into, you're going to find one, hotter women in Los Angeles and so. New York.
3: But the, so we're, we're, I guess the question on hand here is, where, what town does this guy live in?
2: He lives in Six Town. That's all you need to know. It could be go any to town in USA that has the number six assigned to it. Cleveland.
3: <laughs> Second, if you're like me, you can please yourself better than any dumb bitch out there. So yeah, let the bitches be dumb. They aren't worth
2: the time. That's
3: his advice. Yeah, that was his advice. <laughs> so so wackily, <laughs> I don't know if you realize that, but that was Daniel Tosh.
2: <laughs>
3: I thought he was going to say
2: like, <laughs> you know, buy the the blue bottle of Axe body spray. <laughs> and that's the secret formula, and no girl can, re- you know, something I could go do, not just this theoretical idea that like. Don't let the bitches get you down. I mean, is he, has he been reading the pickup artist books? Is that what's going on with this guy? Like, you got to treat women like shit, then they'll respect you?
3: Yeah, I mean, possibly. It's, a, it's kind of like that reverse psychology thing. But mm. I thought he was going to say something like, you aim too high. You know, you're in a town of
2: sixes. Go for the fours. See, that's, a, that's an actionable piece of advice.
3: Well, that, that's what I thought he was going to say. Until right. it's just like, instead, he's like, just masturbate. Fuck women, don't. I mean, so in his opinion, you know, I think he's just one of those. Is that guys what he said?
2: Like, to, he just said to masturbate.
3: That's what he said at the end. Oh, just, I, I, I misheard just, him. I can give myself a hand job better than any other woman. So he's saying he's just a proponent of self-love. He's a population control guy. This guy.
2: Yeah, I misheard what he said. Yeah, I mean that's just. I mean, obviously, I'm masturbating. Even when I'm getting late, I'm masturbating. But, but he's the saying, masturbatory level does not. Increase or decrease based on whether there's women around that are willing to fuck me. But
3: he's saying kill, you know, kill the attraction to women. Just don't even bother pursuing them anymore. Just master. Just
2: forget it. about it.
3: Just forget about it.
2: Well, that seems boring.
3: <laughs> it also doesn't seem very tenable. I, I don't know uh, how I'd take his advice, but probably completely tenable. He should, but he should write a book about it, like the pickup artist, and just call it like the non pickup artist, <laughs> the
2: jackoff, artist. the jackoff
3: artist. I think he should do that.
2: The women think, are bitches of ours. Do you think this guy's divorced?
3: I, I think this guy's young. I just don't think he's... I think he's probably had sex maybe once.
2: He doesn't sound... He could be older. And some young guys have been divorced, and they're, you know, they're that that jadedness of, the, you know, that maybe even a 45-year-old could achieve, even though they're only, like, 27.
3: I always thought Daniel Tosh was gay. Doesn't he seem like a really gay guy?
2: Uh, yeah. So we're gonna... I mean, he's the rape proponent...
3: he made the joke about rape recently and everybody's freaking out about it
2: he was joking about rape and a girl in the audience decided that she just couldn't stand there and let him joke about it she had to to make her voice heard
3: she heckled she said something like rape jokes are never funny and so then he said something funny about her and she got offended and thought everybody in the room was about to rape her at the laugh factory (laughs)
1: <laughs> the Laugh
3: Factory.
2: In Los Angeles. It's, a no, it's a known for a place where rapes occur frequently, right in the main area there.
3: I might be wrong, but I think I think it's the same location where Michael Richards went on his racist tirade. <laughs> I think that was also at the Laugh Factory.
2: Yeah, he went a Possibly. little overboard. You know, okay, I, I think
3: Michael Richards went a bit overboard. I think that's like, he was overstepping. About I think Daniel Tosh was just being a comedian and being mean mean mean-spirited on stage you have a heckler you're gonna you're gonna save face and ridicule that person to the best of your ability which is what he
2: did what do you think what do you think about the yeah i agree with that i mean you gotta go as hard as you can to shut the person up like don't fucking don't go pay to see a show with a bunch of other people who paid to see the show not not to see you and then fucking start talking Unless the comedian specifically is calling you out and asking you questions, which the point is to ridicule you anyways, and you should know that. Uh, I forgot where I was going with this. But if you do that, the, the, thing, the only thing the comedian can do is go at you full 100%, 110% force to sh- make you look like a fucking idiot and shut you up. And they should do so
3: with impunity. That's right. a, that's a, you're in there. You're in their domain. You're in you're at a comic like a comic club. You should prepare or expect to be offended. I mean, that's just what, that's what, what it is. You yeah. Know, this and if the
2: jokes weren't funny, fine. I mean, lots of people. But do you're, jokes you're not seeing funny. motherfucking Bill Cosby up there.
3: You're seeing Daniel Tosh. That guy's offensive. That's how he makes his living.
2: It'd be nice to see Bill Cosby deal with a heckler. I don't think any of those videos exist. Wouldn't that I be think great? It just,
3: like, I think he just grabs a guy and shoves like a pudding pop like just in their fucking <laughs> right mouth. Right his ass. Right, just right in the right, pudding right. pop hole. <laughs> um, here's the last call. This uh, is more of a question. Possibly my two cents, but uh, you be the judge of that.
5: Hey, Dean Lance. This is Christina calling again. Sorry. I uh, keep on dropping the call because I live in the middle of nowhere. Anyways, hopefully this
3: will work. She sounds like a six.
2: Well, wait a minute <laughs> though. This isn't Christina from ages ago, who like the dominatrix with the afro who lives in New York no, City. No, no,
3: no. That, that Christina was. Living it sounds in kind like of New like York. her, but
2: she says she. This one says she lives in the middle of nowhere.
3: I think this one sounds like a, a six, whereas that Christina is a definite ten.
2: How can you tell by, by the voice? I can. I can tell.
3: You I, can I, I, tell. I, got, I can
5: tell. So I recently have found out that my roommate is into cat play. I'm not exactly sure how I feel about that. I've listened to your guys' podcast about uh when the Dominatrix came on and talked about talked about that and uh now all I can envision is, you know, him in his room getting shit on In the smother box and disgusting thought, but anyways, I'm just wondering what you guys think about this and if I should try and find a another place to live because it's kind of creeping me out. I don't really want him shitting on some chick's chest or being shit on while sitting on my couch or laying (laughs) on my couch, whatever. Yeah, anyways, kind of gross, but uh, yeah, just. I wonder what you guys think. Let me know. Keep it sick,
3: keep it wrong. So this is kind of a My Two Cents question, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, totally. All right. Let's let roommate me the, advice.
3: Let me play the theme music because I
2: forgot. I had a lot of roommates in my time. My Two
3: Cents with Dean and Lance. So, um... Yeah, you know, I I kind of agree with her. This is definitely a contentious issue. I would be going back and forth with this myself. And the reason being is, A, I would like to say what you do in the privacy of your own room is that's that's your area. You can do whatever it is that you want. But after living with roommates, they don't just stay in their rooms.
2: You do stuff. Especially if you're gone for the weekend. You do
3: stuff elsewhere in the house, and if this guy likes to get shit on, I'm sure he's getting shit on in the den. I'm sure he's getting shit on in the kitchen, and I wouldn't want my personal belongings to be anywhere near his feces or the feces of someone else.
2: Well, you can bring it up and establish ground rules. Like Say that house rules. House meeting. I know you're into scat, buddy, but <laughs> keep that stuff on the visqueen, either in your room, and I will accept in the bathtub. You need to scrub it with Clorox afterwards.
3: I would be upset about the bathtub, unless we had two separate bathrooms. Well, if there obviously, two separate... They,
2: obviously, I'm talking about a shared bathtub situation.
3: Could you, could you, knowing that, yeah, okay, yeah, the guy bleached the tub and all that, would you be comfortable you know, taking a bath, knowing that there was covered <laughs> in feces?
2: A... Listen, if I have roommates, <laughs> I'm not taking a bath in the shared bathtub anyways. <laughs> even if I don't know that shit shit play is going on in there. I and I'm wearing flip-flops in the shower.
3: I think the last time I saw or I took a bath is, is when I was watching Muppet Babies. <laughs> it's been that long. And I probably I... did soil
2: myself from probably. happiness. That And that doesn't count if you're a kid and you actually crap accidentally. That's not scat play.
3: Well, I think Muppet Babies is the excitement of the show.
2: Gonzo's nose resembles sort of a turd. Just made me lose my
3: bells. <laughs> the show renders me incontinent. But any, anyway, we'll, okay, if you. We were roommates at one point. If I was really into scat play, would that be
2: an issue? We had separate bathrooms.
3: Yeah, we had separate bathrooms. So uh, knowing that we had separate bathrooms, would we still just establish ground rules?
2: I think there's other stuff that's, you know do you wipe your pubes off the toilet seat even though but we had separate bathrooms so that's not an issue but in a shared bathroom situation it becomes important you know do you eat all my food do you stay up all night partying with your shit shit scat club friends (laughs) that's more important than to me than whether you watch a little scat porn on your computer which let's face it that's what she's talking about she found scat porn on the computer and uh now she thinks this guy's a scatologist. And, uh, I mean, she doesn't say that he's always bringing, like, you know, shit slaves back to the apartment.
3: And has she, like, you know, been at home when, you know, it's like 1030 at night, he's been in his room all night, and he comes out, he's got, like, a little log on his cheek or something. Like, has she seen the feces on his face, or is she just, in her mind, supposing that there's feces being, you know... I don't know. ...swapped back and forth?
2: Well, what about this? Would you rather have a roommate who, uh... Was into straight, you know, vanilla sex. Yet they're bringing bar sluts back from the bar every night and just banging the headboard against the fucking wall and just oh, 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 you know, orgasm sounds and all that. Or would you rather have the guy once a week, maybe once every two weeks, brings back a shit slave and like maybe muffled? You hear just like. <laughs> Yeah, but you hear
3: fart noises all night versus Not some girl getting banged. <laughs>
2: For like a, a 15 minutes to an hour, then they just, just snuggle fart down noises. in their shit, and then you can go to sleep. <laughs> all
3: right, which one do you think would smell worse?
2: Wow, that's another issue. I mean, I would make sure you <laughs> open the window and put a fan in.
3: I think I agree with you. My two cents on this is you should establish some ground rules. Just be like, there's a time, there's an area, there's a place... For you to shit on each other, I don't yeah. think you, I don't think there should be a make or break situation. And
2: personally. Glade plugins, are, yeah, are, can work. They wonders. work wonders. They really do. People you can call the sick wrong
3: hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six. Wackily, we have a couple mea culpas to issue here. Really, you know, I, I usually always ignore any mistakes or mispronunciations or what have you that people point out via email. I usually, just delete. You can go into the sick and wrong complaint box, which is uh, the delete box in and, and, and the Hotmail account. But I, I felt like, you know, the, a couple people pointed this out, and I felt it worth mentioning. Um, the first one is, uh, is, is from an Englishman. He says, give us our fucking dues. You state in the most recent podcast that Germans invented the concentration camp. They didn't. Us Brits did during the Boer Wars. Technically, the Russians invented the idea of internment camps, but we fucking called them concentration camps. It's the same old story. The Yanks never give us our dues for our part fighting the Nazis, and now you're not giving us credit for giving them the idea of how to solve the Jewish problem. We can't win, cunts. Kindest regards, Timothy P. Dawson, Esquire.
2: <laughs> what does he want credit for, like cowering in their s- root cellars? <laughs> Put call it the this bombs way: Fucking flat in London.
3: If it wasn't for us Yanks, you would be a part of Germany right now. I just want to let you know that.
2: And the Boers are part of, or those are your original people, right?
3: Well, there is that is uh, Dutch in South Africa.
2: The same people, the Bo- right?
3: Yeah. No. Well, I'm I'm Jewish. <laughs> but <laughs> you go up, up around them. <laughs> but they were there. The Afrikaners, yeah. The <laughs> your, Boer War, but I didn't. I, you know. Now that I think about it, I guess they did, you know, I I forgot about all that, that that part of British history. But how would you know anything about the Boer War? You never studied that.
2: Who, me? Yeah. I don't. He just said it. I just, (laughs) I don't know anything. I just have these word associations that I know that the Boers, or Boers, or however you pronounce it, you know, they sort of migrated to South Africa at one point. I don't know anything about the war that he's talking about.
3: All Winston Churchill did was hide with his parrots in his bombed out government building in london
2: meanwhile and booze. he had lots of booze I well
3: meanwhile him. like wasn't it wasn't fdr that was like all right we got to go bail out those brits let's go save europe let's go save the world america fuck yeah
2: and that's what I happened that's I mean, the, uh, he made that speech on <laughs> december 16th 1937
3: was it 41 was it I, I just remember he was in his wheelchair and he's just like america fuck yeah
2: and he had and that then those, cigarette and that big, long plastic holder thing.
3: Yeah, and then uh, then we saved Limey Land. So I think you should give us dues, personally, but that's just mm. that's just my version of history. Um, the second guy writes from Glasgow, and I wish I could do a Scottish accent to uh, do this guy justice. He says, Hey, guys, I've just been listening to episode 337. Very funny. Uh, just a thought on the enema bandit story. The guy at the pharmacy doing the investigation would end up with a nickname, No Shit Sherlock. Which is true. Which is true. Yeah,
2: I like it. What did we call him? We called him Turdlock, Holmes. Oh, Turdlock.
3: By like, no, because he obviously didn't want any shit in his enema. So No Shit Sherlock is a little more appropriate. As for the perpetrator... They both have their
2: high points.
3: His bandit name would be The Douche. That makes sense, I guess, sort of. Anal douche? Isn't that what an enema is?
2: I think they're related. I don't know if I would say that they're the same thing. So he says, great
3: show, but that's as far as I'm going to go at polishing your knobs. Cheers, Big Bad Bob from Glasgow. And so here's the the mea culpa, because we were talking about the city of Edinburgh, which I kept calling Edinburgh. I think we were calling it Edinburgh. Edinburgh? It's Edinburgh, like Edinburgh. We're American. We can pronounce
2: things however we want. We
3: did did save, because if if we didn't save Edinburgh and Glasgow, you would be part of Germany right now. It would be called Glasgow Schleimer, and it would be Edinburgh Edinburgh
2: Plots or something like that. Or
3: Edinburgh Plots or something. That means street,
2: but something like that.
3: You should be thinking of the Americans, and you could still call it Edinburgh and still wear your dresses around. Mind you, we pronounce New York incorrectly so fair dues i'm rambling now slater well thank you big bad bob and uh timothy b Daw- p dawson esquire which just sounds such like a formal title uh for pointing that out yep uh people you can email the show at sick and wrong podcast at there's a lot of action going on at the sick and wrong forum uh i was on there recently just kind of checking out the random picture thread i love going on there every now and then and just checking out because people just update it with pictures that I don't even understand where these pictures come from. Because I'm pretty internet savvy. It comes I, I, from the intertube. I know, but it's like I'm internet savvy and I've still never seen most of these pictures. I think well, I'm the, not internet, the internet, about internet the is so
2: large now. I mean, it's like so vast. Multiple, multiple petabytes of data that even if you looked at a new page every second, like it, your entire lifetime, you wouldn't see all of it.
3: You'd never figure it out. You wouldn't. Yeah. But anyway, just go to com. click on forum, and uh, yeah, just explore the vast tubes of the internet. People, if you haven't already, just go check out iTunes, the Sick and Wrong iTunes page. I noticed we're in the What's Hot category uh, this week, and we appreciate that. It gives us good exposure for the show. Subscribe to the show via iTunes. Give us a rating. Give us a comment. And uh, you know, it's, just, it's good karma for everybody. It helps us. It helps you. You know, uh, you're not going to uh, have a retarded child if you do that. You know 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 who
2: it hurts? All the podcasts below us.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it does hurt the other pod. But those are inferior podcasts.
2: Yeah, I think you should want to hurt them. You should want to inflict harm. And that's why you should vote for us and inflict harm on everybody who would be below us. Or the person who's next above us. That's who really gets hurt.
3: It used to be the God podcast, but I think we're killing that one now.
2: So So whoever's above us now is also an asshole. Trust me.
3: Yeah. And and those are the people we want to surpass. So go subscribe to the show via iTunes. Also, uh, for the sick and wrong T shirts, I do still have a few quad OTs left in uh, multiple sizes. But make sure you email me first before you order a shirt to confirm that we still have your size. Uh, we're going to have the new T shirts probably available in the next couple weeks, so you can pre-order right now if you'd like. Sickandwrongpodcast.com dot com slash store. And we're going to end the show here with the sick and wrong song of the week. Uh, This one came in from Weatherbean. He says, a bit of UK hip-hop for you. Think it's appropriate for the show. Keep it sick and wrong, always. Weatherbean. Winkerbean? Weatherbean.
2: Funky Weatherbean.
3: Funky Weatherbean. Okay. Uh, The band is called LDZ, and the song is called Tits to the Floor. (laughs) And I think it's actually... um, Referencing Temple Grandin because her breasts are sagging in her old age.: Yeah. She can hug cattle with those long, sagging <laughs> breasts. <laughs> I like the song, though, so thank you, Weatherbeam, for saying that in. People will be back next week with episode 339. Till then, take a sleazy.
6: Good night) <laughs> All good, But don't look, nor get scared I fight girls, I like porn My mum knows, I've seen whores I rake sheep, it's all sweet I'm balls deep, I'm tits up this shit sucks And i have got my dick stuck Better about my switch up Let's have it Do you know who I am? I'm big in the game And I don't give a shit And I'm banging your girl And I'm banging my chin <laughs> And my claws are bang on And my GGs are wrong Not on point I've Got my foot in your arm And I'll piss on your leg Now swallow my shit mm, Yeah you like the taste You best not spill <laughs> a drop Stab you in the face Big kick you are all down and I'm stealing your shoes Now I've cracked my pants I can't wait to fill I beat up in a cab I'm fat and I'm slow I had herbs at the time I'll burp in your face Cause that's just how I am And I lied about my age I was 19 She said she's 28 I've never shaved my pubes Or washed my arse Cause I'm dirty like them I've got pens cause I graph I'll slice off your tits And that's just for a laugh You'll get wits to the floor Stamp you in the chin Give you a Chelsea smile Break the legs off the cat Baseball bat in your lap Put your girl on the game. <laughs> I've been smoking some shit. I lost my left leg. I'm provoking the I've got friends in the sea. i am going hit with the chicks I'll stop Shall we go do some shots?
4: (laughs) Now I'm pissed off my
6: nuts. And I'm downing my pies. I've got fish I can call (laughs) to lick up my butt. They say I'm immature. I say fuck off and die. I say fuck you, you whore. Oh well, fuck it. I'm high. (laughs) Fuck, fuck till I die. I say fuck all
4: the time. I just love to say fuck. I say fuck it, it's cool. I just pissed in the pool. Take a shit on your lawn. Are we on your car? Peter Andre's
6: a prick Michael Jackson's a non. OJ is innocent Tweedy loves a good cock So does her man Ashley Strictly come dancing's gay She best get me late. this time going home Where is the nearest block? Can you lend me a score? I'm good for the dough I get paid in a week Blood, you got my number But my phone won't be on Plus I don't watch voicemail Don't try come to my gate Cause my mum is asleep
1: are you boys off your rockers you don't mind marbles you mind marble
0: like countertops